Good morning, good day, and happy everybody. This is an opportunity for us to come together and talk. And welcome to the front porch. We are in session at this moment on the front porch. I guess really at this point, we just need to turn the lights on, fellas, and have this conversation. And so first of all, I want to say thanks to Anchor for allowing us an opportunity to host our podcast on Anchor. And it's an opportunity, if you are looking to host your podcast, here's an opportunity for you to use Anchor to host your podcast. But we are at the front porch, have decided to use Anchor as our host. And so today on our show, we're going to talk about community moral standards. And of course, we always have a, a, a scenario that says, whoever brings the topic, got to explain what's going on. And so today we're going to ask if uh, Brother Nick will come and explain what he means by community moral standards. All right, good. Good day, good day. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, hope everyone is doing well. Um, the topic of com community stand moral standards, uh, it, it, it popped up in a conversation we, uh, once again that we was having amongst ourselves. Um, and we had a distinctive conversation about the, ha I would say the haves and the have nots. That being said, those that don't have and those that do have their moral standards, should they be held to accountable in the same way? And, uh, you know, and I use the example of a, a music industry artist who comes from the ghetto, comes from nothing. Someone comes along, offer him $500,000. Here's a kid who's never seen that type of money and has opportunity to feed his family and, and get in a better situation. And they tell him as long as he say the N word, the B word, over and over again in his music, kill this, kill that, that they'll take him out of the ghetto and he can continue to make money. Now, how do we hold him to the same standard as someone who is a, let's say, professor, banker, uh, lawyer in our community who has the material and financial things, but at the same time is not operating morally correct in our community how do we balance those two things out if that may if that makes sense you understand what i'm saying like that was the topic of our conversation and and, and when we was having that conversation i think i said and, and i think you guys could you know correct me i was saying we can't hold a kid that has nothing to the same standards as someone that does have something meaning that someone that's hungry is not going to operate the same way as someone that's eating every day we you i mean i I don't think, and I have, you know, I haven't seen it yet where those two things operate in the same moral atmosphere. So that's the basis of our conversation today. And I, I'll turn it back over to Ronnie Dunn. All right. So, so Nick, I, I, I hear what you're saying. So here's my, <clears throat> here's my um, posed question to get us started in this process. And anyone can feel free to answer this question is what is a moral standard? What, what is the true essence or the definition of a moral standard? Because um, I think you just kind of laid it out there. Um, and depending on which arena or environment you're in, there's a moral standard that is set within that environment. So is there a universal moral standard? Anybody feel free to want to tackle that question? Um, 
let's 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 and when we say more standard, it, I, I I think it's based on what. Um, let, let me. Let, yeah, I guess it's based on what you're living, uh, what 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 we would consider to be moral. Um, I, I by I'm gonna say this by definition. I guess a standard has to be set by almost for the lack of a better word, collective. Uh, there has to be a, a baseline or there should be a baseline uh, of what, what it is. And I guess if, if we consider, uh, uh, when you say moral standard, uh, we, we, you know, I guess it's based on what, what, what do we based our morals around if, if we're gonna have a moral standard. Um, but, but I do think when we talk about standard, there has to, has to be a, a set baseline of, of what what it is and I, and I think and if you guys you guys disagree let me know I think it's set maybe set by the collective I guess and for the for the lack of a better word well Greg here's what of course you know as we are in this society today first thing you want to do is when you ask somebody a question is you google it so here's what google says google says that a, a moral um, and of course you have to look at it from the two perspectives of one it says one is an adjective and then the other one, it says it's a noun. And so the adjective version, it says the concern with the principles of right and wrong behaviors and goodness and badness of human character. Now that's the adjective. The noun um, uh, definition of that says a person's standard of behaviors or beliefs concerning what is and is not acceptable for them to do. So. I, I hear what you're saying when you're talking about it has to be a level of collective. But when we get to the place of collective, what then constitute in that environment a good moral standard or a bad moral standard? I think what constitutes a good or bad moral standard is does that standard harms the community does it do good or does it do harm morals um most like in most communities morals are based on specifically that what it can and cannot do for your community if i have a bad moral standard then my actions will lead to a bad result or do harm to those around me you see what i'm saying so putting 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 how should i say it is is i think well let's just say it's, it's real simple let's let's just keep I'm, I'm gonna keep it real simple morals are just doing good or doing bad doing harm or doing good to those that are around you what are your morals i mean you can use it from your fact your personal morals how you handle yourself how you handle your family how you handle your community right that's about that's the easiest way i can put it I, it's just doing harm or doing good to your community based on your morals. So, so Nick, when you when you talk about doing good or doing bad, and the explanation that you gave at the top of the show, that the individual who has <clears throat> an opportunity to uh, gain wealth, who has never had a level of of significant wealth, and then those who have uh, a steady um, uh, flow of, of, of finances and or resources, let me use that word, a steady okay. flow of resources. Um, 
the, the moral standard that the individual um, lives by in their community or their environment, I guess what we're, I guess what I'm hearing you say is it's at a different level. It's at a different level when I don't have, when I don't have this, um, this resources available, ready available for me, whether it be res whether it be healthcare, whether it be finances, whether it be whatever the, the resources that I need, food, um, my moral standards are different than those that are, than those who have a steady form of resources. Are you saying that they're different? Yes. Or is there a foundational that that both should be at? And so you said yes. I'm gonna let you um, elaborate. Okay, so I would say on the on the God level, they're the same, meaning the universal level, mostly you know, in your environment, in your community, not in, not, not your community, but let's say in America, America have a certain moral standards, right? But when you break America into its different subgroups, the morals change. For instance, you take the have-nots, right? People that don't have anything. Their life, it, their daily activity is based on survival. So if my daily activity is based, everything I do every day is based on my survival, my moral standards is going to be a little different than those who are not living on a day-to-day -day survival tactic. If that, if, if, if that makes sense again, I am worried about feeding my family today. I'm not worried about anything else. So therefore, outside looking in, my moral values could be compromised. I may not be operating on the same moral values as you, who you're not worried about feeding your family every day. You're worried about the next outfit you're going to get, the next car you're going to get. Those are, you know, your 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 day to day activity sometimes dictates your moral values and your moral standards. And if you've ever been, and and most of us have, we come from a community that was what we call. Uh, low-income communities. Now, that does not mean everyone in that community will operate on that lower vibration, but we know there are those who operate on a lower moral standard in that environment based off their day-to-day -day life. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let, let, let Warren chip in, but, but, but I, got, I got a question for us. Okay. Well, I, I, um, I also have um, two questions I like to pose, and this is something, you know, uh, anytime we um, we assert or affirm something, we have to be able to defend it. And so the reason I'm asking this is to try to get you to defend what you're saying. Okay. So you're saying that the end justify the means. No, the ends do not justify the means. Well, uh, is that not what you it, said? It, it's not. It, now, no, I didn't say it was justified. I'm saying that at that point in time, it may be necessary. It don't justify <laughs> it, though. So you're saying if 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 someone goes out, commits a crime because they're trying to feed their kids, it doesn't justify what they did, but it means they are operating on a different moral level. That they're, they're 
their meaning, their reason for reason for doing that is not to become wealthy or rich. It's almost like a banker and Wall Street guys robbing, you know, the stock market. Right? It's it's both a crime, but one is doing it for a reason to live, and one is doing it for a reason to, of greed. Okay. Now, uh, uh, in response to that, now you know what what I you know <laughs> what I what I do and. Yeah. So um, I, I would say that that is right on the cusp of uh, humanism. And what I mean by humanism, man is the measure of all things. In other words, man decides what's right. Man decides what's wrong. My follow-up question to that would be, is that sustainable? Can you, can you sustain um, that uh, let that um, can you can, can you sustain that kind of um, uh, ethical value within a community without eventually the community crumbling? No, you cannot sustain it, and and and, the, and I I'll, I'll say this: you can't sustain it because we've seen on both ends the ramifications of what both people are doing, whether it's the small guy robbing the store or whether it's the, the, the Wall Street guy um, robbing the stock market. We, we've seen the end result. No, we can't sustain it. But I, I see what you're saying by it's on the cusp of humanism because you have men making decisions on a man's level. They're not, you know what I'm saying? They're operating on a man's level. They're not operating on the God level. That's that's why I, I think I said at the beginning, you know, you have the 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 godly morality, and you have the man's morality. And that's why the question I was posing is, so how do we, how do we handle the two? And, you, and, and I think that the, the, the point was made that I was judging by two different standards, right? I was judging the lesser based off his need, and I was judging the greater based off of his, his greed, which I am. They're both wrong. I never said they both were right. But I'm just saying, how do we balance those two? How do we find a, a, a common ground for our community when we, ha when we have those things in our community? We have the ones at top doing theirs and the ones on the bottom doing theirs. And my question was, how do we find the balance? Okay. See, now, uh, and Greg, I'm a, I'm a, I don't mean uh, to uh, usurp this time. I just want to say this. If you've never been to a third world country, uh, our level of need is nothing like uh, uh, it is over there. I've seen it in my own eyes, you know, traveling with Bishop. I've seen it. And uh, people who didn't have anything, but uh, they had to operate within the confines of that community, which applied to everybody. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's the only way that community can be can be sustained by everybody being held accountable to the same standard. Uh, if you lower the standard uh, for one, um, you know, whether uh, it is done on a, a legal, you know, level or whatever, uh, or on a moral level, regardless, especially moral, because eventually morality will catch up with you, even when the legal, uh, you know, the legal uh, uh, ramifications never kick in, kick in, but the moral will eventually, uh, you know, will eventually crumble. The, uh, 
the, the you know the um, the community or society, whatever you want to call it. So I would say that uh, we're fraternizing with uh, something that's not sustainable. I will. Uh, I will. I will agree with that. But and and. and that's, I think you answered my question within what your, your statement just now. Our community is not operating as a whole. Remember, we talked about this before. See, we don't have a flatline moral standard anymore. We, in our younger days, I think we did. And you're, we all around the same age, I think we did. And I think we're, we're operating in a, a atmosphere now where the haves can do whatever they want to do and not be held accountable. But we're still holding the have nots. You see what I'm saying? To a certain standard. And that's what I'm saying. We have to have a one community moral standard level where everyone is held accountable, held accountable and that any action that harms the community is prosecuted the same way. No matter how high or how low, this is how we operate. This is the ramifications for going against how we operate. And that, and, and that was the whole point of my question right there. How do we bring the two together where everyone is held on? A, there's a flat line of how we operate in our community. Well, well I guess, go ahead, Greg, if you haven't well, already. Well, well, no, I haven't, but th this is, uh, and, and, and y'all know me, y'all know how, uh, how my mind thinks. But you, you, when you read your definition, and, and I, I think I approach this from a different part of it, I think what we, we're combining two things that maybe shouldn't be together if you follow what i'm saying a standard is set by by like i said a collective or authority that is it but when you read your definition of a moral if i'm not mistaken i heard you said it it, it, it broke down type some individualized what my morals are so are we combining the two that shouldn't be combined because if my morals are set upon what I think, what, what, what I think is right. And um, I, 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 I wanna make sure I'm not mis, misunderstanding the definition, but uh, that, that's what I heard. So if it's up to me to decide what my morals are, do, does that not conflict with what a standard is? If, if you know what I'm saying? So if, if I have room to do, to set my own morals, what, what is right for me? what is right that I think is right, even if it go against the quote unquote standard, are we combining two things that don't, that don't they shouldn't be combined? Cause we're talking moral standard. If you follow what I'm saying, cause if, if my morals go against what the standard are, is there such a thing as a moral standard? That's my question. Well, that's, that's exactly my question. Yeah. So, if and, and the reason why I'm saying it, because if if my if I can determine based on the the uh, the definition that Ronnie read, if I can determine what my morals are, then there's definitely you know that uh, it sounds like there's no such thing as a moral standard. There's morals and then there's standards. Now we got to decide where where we going. Are we going to allow our morals to align with the standard, or are we going to have our own morals? So that's great, and I, and I don't mean to flip this, but 
it, it just, that's just when he read that definition, because I'm thinking the standard. And when he read the definition, and we're gonna get back to the topic, but I, I want to make sure that we does what we ask it make sense. But li hey, listen, hold on, can, can I say this? God, just what you were saying. If you let everybody determine their standard, it becomes then then it's not a collective standard, but it is a collect a collection of standards, which is you know it's not sustainable. That's going to be problem when you bring everybody got their own standard in there, and they're going to end up fighting against each other. That, <laughs> Nobody can agree. That what we are. That that's my whole point of the, the that is the foundation of the question I was asking. We have a collective of standards. We don't have a standard in this community. This is why we are, 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 are digressing. You see what I'm saying? As a people, we don't have a standard. We have a collective of everybody doing what they want to do, when they want to do it, whether rich or poor. We went, we kind of, I, I kind of took it around the, the, the behind the door and, and behind my back and, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? I finger rolled it, but we, that's what I was getting at. You know what I'm saying? You know how I, sometimes I like to just, I throw it out there to see yeah. how we get to it. But that's my whole, that's the basic basis of what I was saying. We have a whole bunch of different standards. Wow. And we're not operating as back to what we said the last show as a collective. There's no, remember like we said that when we talked about before in our neighborhood, it was, it was certain rules we went by. Everybody went by in your community everybody miss if miss james mr jim all them down the street everybody went by the same thing so when you left your house you was held at the same standard all the way down the street mm -hmm. we don't have that anymore so that's 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 what i'm saying greg yeah greg you're right go ahead with what you were saying <laughs> <laughs> you're right that's that's the that's it <laughs> well, let, well i'm gonna say this uh, 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 so another question so um the reason why we have so many collective standards, so to speak, is it because we've got too many people speaking? We've got too many people that, that feel they have the authority. So right, right now in this age, and you talked about when we came up, when we came up, there was a, a, a so to speak, a Christian foundation that everybody operated on. So whether, whether, whether they realize it or not, uh, whether, whether, whether we understand it or not, this, 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 this country is based on a Christian foundation, all right? And I'm gonna say it like that because a lot of our laws, whether, whether people wanna say it or whatever, it, it, it forms from that Christian foundation. So I'm saying now that the fact, and without, without bringing religion in it, I'm saying that now that we have so many different voices, so many different opinions, now we have the option to pick and choose where we wanna go. And if we got that collective, how do we combine? How do we make this work? You say in our community, and I, and I, and I hope, and I think we're talking about the black community. How, how do we combine? What happened? Did, did he freeze on us? Yeah, he So, so I, I think what, what I'm hearing him say till he gets to the point he gets back is 
how then collectively do we get to the place that we bring a blueprint, if you will, of, of, of standard that everybody is going to follow. And of course he may uh, word it a different way, but is, is there a way to blueprint this process of standards that puts us in a position where regardless of whether what part of the country I come from or what part of the environment I come from that in the black community, in the African-American community, whether I'm in Detroit or DC or Compton, there's a same standard of, of, of moral value, moral standards that all of us operate. Is that even possible? Hold up, can I, um, can I say this? I just had a thought here. You know, of course, um, um, Jesus gave us a principle. And the principle was, he that is greatest among you, let him be your servant. Um, if we uh, led um, by um, the servant mentality, if you will, um, we may be able to come together um, better uh, than we could the way we're going about it now. As, as I think about it, you look at um, Harriet Tubman, uh, Frederick Douglass, some of the other uh, uh, pioneers of the black community, they were servants, even uh, 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 Malcolm X, you know, uh, uh, servants uh, to the community. They did not rule because they had the most money or anything, they were servants, okay? And so people uh, galvanized toward their voices because they were servants. Um, nobody wants to be ruled and made to do anything. But uh, when you are saying something that I can't identify with, uh, you know, uh, you're not uh, low rating me or berating me in any kind of way, uh, I'm more apt to listen to you. But when it's all about how much money you have, uh, things that will fade tomorrow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But give me some principles to live by that don't fade tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Principles that cross um, cultural boundaries, that, that that's true among the blacks just as well as they are among the whites. Uh, even though you have, you know, whites that will, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I'm saying those who would uh, humble themselves. Uh, it, 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 they, they, they could use the same principles uh, irregardless to wherever you go, and those principles will work. And that is the principle of uh, being a servant and not trying to rule over people or making folks do anything. Um, I think if we as a community, Black community, collective Black community, if we could get back to serving each other, uh, I think we have a better chance at coming together than we do, uh, you know, right now. Some of the people we look up to, uh, I think we look, some of them we look up to for the wrong reason. I, well, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think that's a big question, Ronnie. I mean, how do we get, you know, the rabbit back in the box? <laughs> <laughs> that's 
if you ever chased a rabbit in your life. <laughs> Shoot that rascal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the only way you're going to. <laughs> Only way you gonna get him back in that box is shoot that rascal. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, like Warren's, I mean, what Warren said is very true. And the question still stands: How? I don't. I, I do not have the answer. Uh, I may have a few suggestions, but sometimes things could could run astray for so long. Yep, you know the term where things have gone astray for so long that. It takes a a a the hand of God to turn it back around, and when you infuse the hand of God into anything, you may not like what you're about to go through. So, whatever we're about to go through, and whatever it takes to get us back to somewhat of a collective or a moral standard in our community. It, it may not. It may be harder than we think, and, and and a lot of us may go through some some hard times to get back to that point. You know, my grandma used to always say, "Live long enough, you'll learn." You know, and at the rate we're going, we have too many people doing too many things on too on too many. I don't. I don't even want to say topics. You know, we have we have people just everywhere talking about everything, claiming they're expert on everything, misleading people down the wrong road. You know, I told my nephew yesterday, I said, you know, I'm at the point now where I do not know everything. I, I never claim to know everything, but at this point, I will cut conversations off with certain people now. And I think that's a starting point. We have to some way figure out how to silence people that are having conversations about things they don't know what what they're talking about. If you, you know what I'm saying? Like we have people, just because you grown doesn't mean you an elder. You know, it does not mean you get to uh, uh, lead the community because you 40, 50 years old now. It does not mean you, you, you get to give everybody advice. Look, and I'm not trying to, to disrespect anyone. If you worked at a meal for 35 years and that's all you did, they're like, speak on working in the meal. You know what I'm saying? If that's what you did, speak on that. Don't do not try to speak on politics. You have not been involved in politics. If you have not been involved in the church and educated, you know, in the gospels, don't speak on the gospel. You can speak about what pastor told you Sunday. But stop it at that. But we have people that think they're experts on everything and I I think that's one of the you know, you look at different different communities, different areas, you know, the congressional black caucus is supposed to be our African-American supposed to be our, I guess, group to lead for us, right? And we're seeing them fail at a high level. So do I have the answer to that question? No, I just have some suggestions, but it's a broad question. So that we got Greg back. Um... I don't want you to, I don't want to be remiss in, in having you finish your statement. So can I, you... I, 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 I was, I was rolling. I don't know where y'all, <laughs> where I went out at. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, really, but I was just saying there, you know, that just, that just was, uh, 
that just was a standard. And I don't know if you guys, you know, hit that, but there, there was a standard that we pretty much, I think the rap to kind of get to this level, whatever, we got to have a standard. And I think for us to be successful, we got to wrap our morals around that standard. And, and I think we got to come to the point to agree that there has to be that standard. And if we don't, we, we're going to be what we are. We all are setting our own standards, have our own morals. But I think there has to be uh, a standard for our community and we have to wrap our morals around that standard. So, Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I was gonna ask, um, do you think that it has to be based upon uh, something or someone that is higher than everyone in the, the community? And what I mean by that, now you know, as Christians, we all, uh, we uh, look to God. Uh, um, as the standard, and uh, and and if we and and you know among Christians you still have issues. You know uh, you have those that call themselves Christians. You have the true Christians, and so my point is, but uh, you know because Christianity has been around for so long, it's because we look to someone past ourselves, beyond ourselves. Uh, do you think that that is possible uh, if we continue to look among ourselves? I'm going to pose an answer that you're probably going to push back on, and I'm okay with that. But I'm, I'm going to pose a scientific answer um, with that. And, and I think it's Einstein who says that the, um, in order to solve a problem, you cannot solve the problem on the level that the problem exists. You must go to a higher standard or a higher level of, of understanding. And so I, I, I tend to say that if we're looking for mankind, humankind to, to, to solve the problems of morals and morality in, in, in the black community and the African-American community, it will not happen because of greed and selfishness and murder and all of those things that the scripture speaks of. And so you, at that point, have to exert yourself outside of what we would deem as um, fair and, and, and reasonable. Because when I make a fair and reasonable statement, I am going to make that reason, fair and reasonable statement based on what I get out of the equation. And um, although I may look out for my inner circle, when, I, when you honestly start talking about the whole, especially when you start talking about America, um, when we look at, and as we look at what they call the data, the, the data, excuse me, the data and the, the history, we have been left out of the equation. We have been left out of fair justice uh, of resources. And so we tend to then think that just because you give me, um, quote unquote, access to something, doesn't mean that I have full access to it. In other words, you can put a grocery store in my neighborhood, but if the prices that are at the grocery store are so high that I can't afford it, or the job that I have, I can't afford groceries, rent, blah, 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 then it still doesn't do me any good just because I have access to this grocery store. I can't afford the food that's in it. So 
to you know, long answer to your question is, I think we definitely gonna have to look outside of ourselves, but then that poses another question because I think we, we, we have all agreed that just because we're believers of Christianity, the world, there are many who are not. And what do you do for those persons who don't follow the, the biblical commandments of, of what, we, what we follow? So what do you say to that? Would it be, uh, you know, even, you know, you know us, you know what we do. Uh, we uh, are witnesses, you know. Uh, we know a lot, you know, so there, are, there are a lot of people in our, um, you know, in our society, in our communities uh, uh, who do not believe, uh, you know, the Christian faith. Uh, but this is where uh, we come in, uh, and I love this statement here. I want the translation say we destroy arguments. And, and what it means by that is that we uh, deconstruct an argument. I listen to what the person has to say. Sit and let's sit down and let's have a conversation about it. And, um, uh, you know, if I could find a weakness in that person's argument, in that person's stance, just like we asked uh, the question today when Nick posted the question about uh, the morality on different levels, whatever, uh, within the same community, we asked, uh, is that sustainable? Well, uh, based on the way a person believes, you know, you pose that question, is that, is that sustainable? You know, yeah, you, 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 you know, it might be working now, but it, but is it gonna work for your children? Is it gonna, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, can you say this is gonna work even a week from now? My point is, is that we gonna have to sit down and be able to talk to each other, uh, not talk past each other. And then we have to also realize when some people just not willing to talk. So I guess when you come down to that, uh, as long as we get enough people on the same page, <laughs> because it's probably impossible to get everybody on the same page. It, yeah, it is impossible. I think it's impossible to get everybody on the same page. Can you guys hear? Yeah, I know you guys can't see me. Oh, well, no, we can see. Oh, we, we can hear you. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, still, you still froze up. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it moving. I, I'm not going to mess with it. <laughs> but uh, I think it is impossible to get everybody on the same page. That's why I think it has to be a a movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we talked about you know, ADOS movement, one, it has to be a movement that steps in where the people can be galvanized and come together under one banner. Yeah. Not going to come together under that banner. You know, even with, with, with Martin Luther King, it was slick. Of course, with Malcolm X, it was the Nation of Islam. But it was always a guard that everyone stepped behind and, and fought behind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's what we've been missing over the last... I want to say 35, 40 years is the, the, the things that we thought was supposed to be that guard or that banner we fought behind has, has been misleading, has proven misleading. And I think the people are now looking for something to, you know, get behind and fight. And that's what it's going to take for those that are willing to fight and want that change and want to create those standards to have that one banner, that one flag that we can all rally behind and, and, and 
the narrative of our community with. Yeah. And I think that's the only way it can be done. I mean, it, that, that's what history says. Yeah. You but, know, I was listening, I was listening to my boys talk over the, um, um, over the uh, uh, Thanksgiving holiday. And of course, you know, it's good to, to just listen to them talk sometime. And as I was listening to them, I realized that, you, you know, and we all said this, they see things different than we, uh, uh, than we saw them when we were coming up. But uh, they also are coming up with their own answers. And the reason I've uh, found that sort of uh, uh, alarming and something that we're gonna have to really take into consideration is that if they come up with, the, with, the, with their own answers, we have to help guide those answers, make sure we, we, we don't wanna control them, but we won't, don't want them to go too far to the other side either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, let them come up with their own answers because they, they, they may you know, be able to come closer to what we've you know, been talking about that many of us haven't seen you know, since we've been old enough to, uh, you know, to know what was going on. But uh, as I was listening to them, they coming up with their own answers, man. So we're gonna have to really get on the ball. Well, that's, that's, that's why I believe in the term, you know, the, the old saying that older men are for war, younger men, I mean, older men are for counsel, younger men are for war. And when I mean, you know, you could use the term war was a physical, uh, academic, you know, intellectual. We're not talking about actual combat, but when we're talking about war, we're talking about, you know, more stand one, the daily, you know, our young men daily battles that they have to go through. You know, if I think a lot of our young men are finding, they don't think that they can, can find counsel or they, some of them may not want counsel from the older men. But like you said, one, we have to step in as older men. And as man, you, you can't, you think you can come up with the right answer, but Nine times out of ten, you know, you you're trying to come up with the right self is going to cause you more heartache and more pain, and it's going to make your journey a lot longer. And I, I I'm with you. We have to step in and make sure we we lead these young men in the right direction. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you one thing. I noticed these boys here they are not afraid of the police. I now that's good in a sense, but you have to you got to have good sense though. You see what I'm saying? You, you, you do not fight against, you can't win. You know what I'm saying? And that's something I noticed about them. They're not as, uh, and I don't know if we were afraid. We were afraid because, you know, because of, uh, uh, you know, being black and whatever. We, we, we were afraid for that, but we also had reverence. And so I guess we have to teach them the reverent part, you know, uh, being reverent of uh, those uh, that are in authority. Uh, and, but I guess they've seen so much injustice from those who they were taught to reference that they don't know, you know, exactly how to go about it. Well, I'm, I'm going to throw this in here and, and, and I'm, I'm going to use this word as diplomacy. I don't know if that's a good or bad word, but I think what it is, and, and when you was talking about, when Nick was talking about uh, organizations and with the old, the, the new, and, and, and what, what I think what we, what the problem is, the new, I, I don't think they always value uh, the direction of the old. Because 
Nick said it, it looks as if the old failed us. It looks as if the old took too long to do what they need to do. And so now with this microwave society we have, uh, the new is saying, hey, you've been there too long. It took you too long. You don't know. Let's let's go ahead. But I think what, what it's going to take is, as, as Warren was saying, that the new also has to educate the old. Because majority of the time, the new have, they have a right answer, but they got no seat at the table. They have no, they have no way to implement that which they are, 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 are saying, that which they, now I, I, all the time, my, my kids come to me, they, they, they'll tell me something. And once, it, because I'm, I'm operating the way I normally operate, the first, the first is a kickback. Because that's how I operate. That's how I've been operating all these years. It worked until I evaluate what they're saying and they're right. But guess what? I have the authority right now. They don't. So until they kind of uh, convince me or allow me to mull over what they're saying, and they can't come at me incorrect because I shut down. You follow what I'm saying? If you're telling me, oh, you, 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 you this, daddy, you that, you that, you that. And I think a lot of time the problem is that that's where that's where those of the new have the right answers, but they're coming off to the point to where they're not allowing what they're saying to simmer, to, 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 uh, to, to, to what's the word I'm looking for? To fester so that, I, so that the old can see. Now, are, are the old in error? I agree with that, yeah. But it takes for us to allow, or for us to hit them with, or come, with, come to them with that word again, I'm gonna say diplomacy, so they can see where we're going. If, if you attack them at that, you, 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 you've been, get out the way, cause you're old and, 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 and you but So that way, we, it, it leads to that, that confrontation, that pushback, instead of us, bringing in now you, you're right the young they're coming up with their own answers but a lot of times their answers they may have the right answer but just their method of applying the answer caused the caused the issue now you got the right answer but your method caused the issue once again i said you there's no seat that you have no seat at the table so you can't you can't um what's the word so it's or, so or hurt those who, who has a seat at the table. So it's the old guard's fault, right? Not necessarily. How no. not? I don't sit at the table. It's the old, the old guard sitting there. Why yeah. I don't have a seat? Let me explain. Okay, I'm waiting. I, I'm gonna tell you why. Because the old guard don't hasn't been educated or, uh, or only been educated or, or thinks. Or, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's gonna say thinks. They only thinks the way they think it works. They only think that it works this way, and until you and, and that's how we all operate. Until well, you until you present us with something that works better, something that that is better, we we operate in what we what we used to operate in. So still, again, is it not the old guard's fault? I wouldn't say it's their fault. Why uh, not? Because, okay, because it, 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 Nick, if, okay. I'm, if I'm not if I'm not educated in something. Is it my fault because I don't know? Or hey. is it up to you to, to, to educate me and say, hey, now it's my fault if I don't change once I know. Okay, all right. But, but is it my fault because I don't know? 
it is your fault. But let, okay, let me let me run, yeah. let me let me give it to you like this. Then we talking the old old and the young. It is not the responsibility of the young to teach the old. First and foremost, now if if I'm the old guard, whether if and I'm sitting at the seat, that means I've seen a many things. I've seen a lot of things happen, a lot of tactics used against us. Why? No, no one knows everything and no one will know everything. You know, information is endless. Knowledge is endless. But it is responsibility. It is my, okay, we'll use our family. It is my responsibility and your responsibility as the old guard, the elders in the family to teach the young men in our family how to function properly. It is not their responsibility to teach me anything. It is my responsibility to teach my sons how to provide, protect, and love our family. So in that perspective, it's the old guard's responsibility in the community to, okay, they don't know everything, but it's their responsibility to say, hey, young men, young women, hey, it's your guys' time. Let me come, let me train you. Let me show you what I've been through. Let me show you what, let me show you what I know, what I learned, and I want you to take what I give you and Oh, so I, I, me personally, it's I'm part of the old guard, and I have to take responsibility. Some of this is my fault. Can I say this? Go ahead. Uh, I think you know I agree partially with both of you all because um, I think you're saying the same thing. It's just I think something we may not be looking at is that. The older generation and the younger generation, even the ones in the middle, uh, see them from three different perspectives. Now, the younger generation can tell the older generation something about what's happening today. You understand what I'm saying? Because we're not as uh, you know, we're, we're not as familiar with with the with the new thing and. Uh, a matter of fact, I could care less about the new thing. Uh, <laughs> my sons, uh, uh, they're the ones that keep me up to what's going on among the young people, you know? And right. I listen to them, to them talk, and, and that's how I know what's going on. Now, they can't know what I know because they haven't been through what I've been through. They're not at the level that I'm in. You all know that at the age we are not now, uh, we didn't know the things, I didn't see things from the same perspective uh, uh, back then, as we see them today, you know what I'm saying? We see them from a different perspective. You ever heard those same people say, man, if I would have known back then what I know now, you know what I'm saying? Be be because there's a different perspective. And so we have to, uh, 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 we, first of all, we have to teach the younger generation uh, respect, okay? Respect the older generation and their opinion because they've seen things that you haven't seen. But we likewise got to respect what they know. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and so I, if, basically, I think what may be missing, and you all know that we had this, <laughs> and part of it was out of fear, was respect. Right. You know, and, and fear, I say, because y'all know mama and daddy didn't play that, you know, Greg, you, your mama and daddy, but you nick us, you know, your grandmama, my mom running, your, your mom, y'all know they didn't play that. I mean, when, when they said it, you just say, yes, ma'am, 
Yes, sir. And you kept it, uh, kept it moving. Yeah. Uh, but this generation today, and see, we, we also have to be up on what's happening today. We know that this is a postmodern generation. Uh, just telling them, because I said so, it's not going to be enough for them. But and you then you're going to say, well, I, you know, I'm not going to change. Well, uh, you, you gonna, y'all going to clash a lot. You know, because you're going to have to give them, you're going to have to give them a reason why. You got to give them a reason why. But but I also think that 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 you said value opinion. I don't I don't think that we younger generation value what they did and what they had to go to to get to what we are. See, because like you said, everybody's operating from two three two three different perspectives. The youngest operating from where we are right now. Right. But they don't understand what it took to get to where we are right now. Right. They don't understand what what the young what the old had to go through to get us to where you can say and do what you think is right right now. There was a time where we couldn't say or do <laughs> anything. So now that you have this, uh, you know, you have this right to say, to come out. And, and so what's happening now, you totally don't understand or respect what it took to get you to where you are, what they did to get you to where you are. I, 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 I do... From, I'm, I'm, we all in our fifties, you know, in our fifties. But I, I'm I cannot. Oh, well, yeah, close, he close. He close. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying try to be, you know, you know respectful of my elder, as he was saying earlier. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but what I'm saying is, I, I, there's no way that I can understand what my great grandfather went through. You know, what he had to to endure. You follow what I'm saying? For me yeah. to get right here and to operate the way I'm operating from. And that's all I'm saying about the young, the young that's coming up. They have the right answers, but they're just operating from where they are right now. Let's just run from here and don't understand that if if you take off from where you are right now, you, you're not going to be able to get because at this point, we we do not have that seat at the table. And 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 most of the time they're not going to lie you at the table those in authority because they don't want to hear what you have to say. So what you have to do is to find a way, we have to find a way to mesh those two together. Find a way to mesh those two together instead of pushing out those who, who has a faith. You know, my, my son my son can't, he, he might, I'm going to use just, and it, and it may be off, but I'm just saying. If my son wanted the job that I have, he wanted to come work, and I don't own the business. I have a I have an end for him to get in. He can't come in and say, "Hey, I I, I want this job and push me out the way." They don't know him. They haven't been operating with him, and that's what I'm saying. We we just got to let those who have been operating. We got to find a way, even though that they don't understand where we're going, they don't understand what we're saying. We got to find a way to enlighten them and educate them on what's going on or, wh or what's been doing on instead of forcing them out. Because you can force them out. They can step out and you still won't have a seat at the table because those in authority don't want to deal with you. Let me pose this question. And, and I know we're having some definitely enriched conversation. And I think this is going to fit right in here with, with what you're talking about, Greg. But how then, which you, my question that I posed earlier, how then do we, uh, here's my word I wrote down, develop, create, design, whatever word you want to use, how then do we create 
collective cooperation so that as you all have said that 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 the older generation and the younger generation deliberately and intentionally come together and cooperate because my this is the second part of the question is there anything different that was going on back before our generation that's going on now and what i what i mean by that was was racism did racism just start did social injustice just start did uh lack of health care just start did lack of economic development just start so if there's something that was going on prior to us and it's still going on in the current how then collectively do we cooperate as a race to move forward to combat some of those things that have been going on even before any of us were born? Ooh. Well, well, my, 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 my question answer <laughs> to that is, because uh, I'm, 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 ask, I'm asking, can you, but then again, I'm gonna give my assertion on that is that you cannot legislate morality. You cannot. And, and what I mean by that, because a person lives in two totally different worlds. And uh, what I mean by that, they live in the world that we see, that they, that they allow us to see, but they, they out, but they live out of a world that we don't see, which is in the heart. And we don't know what's in a person's heart. You know, a person can be saying good morning to you every morning, but uh, uh, deep down inside, can't stand your guts. Could you say that again, Warren, what you said again? We live in? I say we live in uh, two different worlds. Okay. And what I mean by that, what I mean the natural world, but then the world of the spirit, to my, your heart. Okay. In your heart, we can't see what's in a person's heart. And, my, and that's what I was talking about, uh, 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 um, legislating. Morality, morality is uh, an issue um, of the heart. If a person just has in their mind, their psyche, that they're better than you and you're beneath them and you're, you're not as smart as them, it's gonna be hard to change that person's mindset. And it's not just white against the black. It's other races, Chinese, Japanese, because uh, I've, I, I, you all have seen these. Uh, they're talking about out there in California when the Koreans, when they came over in California, they were racist against the blacks. You see what I'm saying? So the, the point is, and then it's black, uh, black against black. So my point is, is that this thing comes down to a hard issue. It's not, it, it, it's not, I, I think we only looking at <clears throat> The, the 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 surface and we as long as we stay surface we'll never get down to the core as long as i'm trying to to deal with the fact that you call me a nigga i never get down to the core of why you call me that you understand what i'm saying i need to get to the why and not just the fruit so just speaking of this duality of living goes back to the question i asked is is there a way to collectively 
cooperate between us as people to overcome things that have been done to us. And I agree with you 100% that there, there is a moral uh, heart look at people. You cannot legislate a person uh, moral, but collectively, let's let's get to the uh, uh, an avenue of solution. Because I'm not going to push off of this until we either until y'all tell me to stop, or, or we just we there comes up with at least one or two solutions. Is there a collective way to cooperate with each other? to come up with, to overcome, because here's what I'm saying. Abraham Maslow says that, you talked about it, Nick, when I'm just trying to survive, my the way I think and the way I do life is completely different than those who have access to resources that I don't have access to. But how then do I, who have access to resources, bring up or bring along those who don't have resources to build them to the place that they are willing to take the reign for themselves until we then too come together and then bring up the next person that doesn't have resources. How then do we collectively and cooperatively work together to bring that gap to a close because if we have a financial gap or if i have a health care gap or if i have um, a housing gap how then do we collectively bring all of those things together to close the gap i'm gonna say this it has to i think we have to, it has to be and warren said it he said the heart but it has to be um a mind mindset the mind has to change all these problems that they were talking about whether it's racism whatever it, our mindset has to change a, a, a collective mindset we have to be on the same same path to think that 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 which i have everyone has a right to it not just me you, you follow what i'm saying not just me not just the fact that i did what i had to do to get it that is true. So if if I feel that I you know that everybody has that has that right to have it, I should be able to be able to say, hey brother, here's how I got it to help you get it. Our mindset is that I I I am the only one that has that right to have it. I, I because I did what I did to get it. So and so it's almost you know we we we, we you know uh, uh, what they say in in, in war. You know those who win the war collect the spoils. So now we look at it as if it's a war instead of a right. Instead of you know that each and every one of us have a right to that health care. Each and every one of us have that right to to uh, a, a, a financial uh, stability. You know we seem to think because because I I know what I know I did what I did to get it. Now you got to know what you know or, or do you know to get it. Instead of us reaching back, because you know, helping one another. Okay, I think um, I think when when we look at when we look at people as in general, people as a take Colorado for a minute. Most people move in a direction in which they think they have something to gain, meaning. 
if there's a chance that I can become a million, that's not used to be, I could become a, a landowner, I'm going to find a group that is collectively purchasing land and I'm gonna try to become a part of that movement. And I think, and let's go back to what I said earlier, we depend on everyone in our group, our community to be a part of or catch on to what is trying to be done or what needs to be done. We have to create a movement where people look at it and say, hey, that movement can help me get to where I want to be and I want to be a part of. Even if you look at, and I use this term, shoot, you look at poor white people, poor white people, all they still think they could be Donald Trump. For whatever reason, just it might be just because they're white, and it could be for a number of reasons, but you know, they think they have a chance of becoming Donald Trump. Whether that's through the, the, the conservative party or any other organization, they 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 have that drive. So in our community, we do not have a collective movement anymore where our people can latch on to and move in one direction. And I just think point, you know, un until I can see something else, I think that's, that's it, it might not be the only way, but I think it's one of the ways we have to, or we have the option or the chance of moving our people in one direction. We have to find a, a way to move, you know, can latch on to something, we can believe in something, where they can trust something. Why youth can come and say, hey, I want to be a part of that. That's just, that's just what I think. You know, I think uh, too, if we could uh, operate not out of fear of uh, our own brother, you know, let's just talk among ourselves. Y'all know y'all have heard this, people uh, asking why you don't support black businesses. And y'all know that uh, there's been times that when you've tried that you end up getting taken advantage of or you, uh, the quality wasn't quite as good or something to that effect. Uh, we've got to, yeah, now in that aspect, we have to have a collective standard. We do everything in the spirit of excellence, okay? <laughs> you know, because that's the only way that we're gonna get my next door neighbor, who's my, who's my, got my skin color, uh, that's going to support a black business, uh, just as I, I would, uh, if he can think he's getting his money's worth. Uh, but if he's not getting his money's worth by supporting this black business, uh, you know, who are we to say that he's wrong to take his business elsewhere, you know, and he, uh, my point is, is that we can't be afraid of, of being taken advantage of. We can't, uh, we have to do away with the fear of uh, someone becoming more than, than us because you all know, uh, as the community goes up, we all go up. Um, and I think that there has been probably a stagnation in the black community uh, by a large part because there's been a, a stagnation 
and the collective mindset. But then there we've been asked, uh, asking uh, this whole podcast is, uh, how do we obtain that collective mindset? What What is involved or what's included in that collective mindset? You know, it's a way to ask ourselves, is fear included? Well, more than likely we know it's not, so you got to throw that out. So I'll leave it up to you all to uh, identify other things that we probably have to get rid of. So, so for so long, um, we have, in, especially within the church, we have talked about getting rid of and getting rid of people and, and moving away from certain things. And I think at some point we have to get, ask ourselves, when do we get to the mentality that we attach ourselves to people that are going in the direction that you're talking about, Brother Warren, Elder, um, that are going to allow us, in other words, you talked about the business owner. So when do we collectively as a community not only support that business, but collectively come together to make sure or help that business get the, the, the quality of products or the quality of service that we would deem um, reasonable get to that place that if you're going to be a restaurant but you're going to charge me 10 times more or the quality of your food is not going to be up as the restaurant down the street of a different um, race or ethnicity when do I get to the point where collectively I come in and start putting our resources together so that I can help you bring your business quality up, the service up, so that um, it makes me, not only me, but it makes our community as a whole now really want to serve because the quality is there. When, when do we get to that point where we just say, well, I'm not going to support that business anymore because that quality just or their service is not good? Is, is that even something that we that we could look at start doing because i know i've heard it before we if the quality of something don't work in our community we we we, we deucing on them because it ain't <laughs> but when do we collectively come together and say hey I, I i i know you're in business but the quality of what you gave me is not what i'm used to but i'm going to pull together the community so that we can help you get to that level. Because I've heard restaurant owners say, well, I went to the, the place to buy a particular uh, item, but I paid three or four times more than the restaurant down the street that's getting the same quality, excuse me, the same quantity of meat that I'm getting, but I'm having to pay more, which means that I have to charge more. <laughs> uh, you know what? For me, especially when, when supporting our own, um, price. I'm not gonna say price don't have a factor, but I understand the fact that if I'm if I'm if if, if the mom and pop down the street is starting a business, they're not gonna be able to uh, have their prices as a franchise because if you know if you know the way um, retail works, the franchise can buy them both. So that same piece of chicken that that mom trying to sell, mom and pop trying to sell, don't cost the same 
as as Kentucky Fried is trying but to I'm, say. But I'm talking about the mom and pop that's let, down let, the street that look that's on the same same. On, I'm not let, talking let about franchising. Let me fill up on. So the price is 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 for me is not 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 not. I'm not gonna say it's not a big deal, but I I I I I. I and I'm gonna go back to what we said. I'm gonna go with Nick. What how Nick was said? I guess my standard for that is a little different. <laughs> but quality, <laughs> quality, we, we got to we got to come up with quality. Now I I, I can't eat raw chicken, you know, or, or, or bad <laughs> chicken. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you know, a, a, a grade D chicken. It's got to be grade A if you follow what I'm saying. So uh, when do we come together? I, I think it, it takes us. And a lot of times we what we do instead of us coming and 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 helping one another we bail i'm just not going there no more instead of grabbing uh my brother and say hey man you know i i'm i want to support you but it's hard for me to support you a b and c now you follow what i'm saying and, and, and if we can do that and, and once again i'll always say sometimes we we gotta have confrontation, but it always has to be violent. And I think we run away from that confrontation if if it's gonna be that, uh, or we or we we don't we don't approach someone because we're worried about the confrontation. Uh, uh, you know that he might take it that way, or she might take it that way. But I want to support you, but I can't support you because of this and that. Now, if you, they're willing to change that, then fine. If they're not, then I understand the bear. But I think our first our first option. Our first point is the bail because there's something better. If you know what I mean. Uh, oh, go ahead, Nick. I'm kind of, I'm kind of tossed in this analogy we're using um, when it comes to business. Uh, I think we need to first of all stop using the term black-owned business. If we live in a uh, what we call uh, capitalistic society, right? In capitalism, you can't. I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm just. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I don't know if I'm going left with this or not, but I'm just going to say it. Capitalism does not. You know, you should not be marketing yourself as just a black owned because even though a white a white person or Asian person or any other person hates you, they will take your money. Now you can walk Asian uh, hair store and they will sell you all the hair you want. They just don't like you, but they sell it to you. But they don't call it an Asian owned business. They call it a hair store. That's the first thing I think we got to stop doing. Uh, if you're going to get if if we're going to be in business and we're going to operate as a business. It just has to be a business. So me, that being said, I understand how the market treats us and how you know we don't uh, get things at the same price on else. But that that goes back to operating in a, in a manner of which you know most of us, most of us in business, black people that start a business, you know. Anytime you start a business, you should have at least one year of income of, of money saved to run your business in case you don't make a dollar. Most of our people don't know that. So once again, we operate in an atmosphere where we're unlearned. Most of us are. Um, so when we start talking about, well, when we use this example as business, you know, 
thing we talk about is always it's always a I guess I say a broader a broader perspective of it. Like everything we do, everything we got is like a deeper rabbit hole. So even if I go to mom and pop, mom and pop, you know, I don't know why open this store, but they didn't even open the store properly. So if you didn't open the door properly, how are you going to keep the door open properly? So that's, and I, I, I guess I took it a little left, but I'm just, you know, you know, y'all know me. I, I'm, I'm, I like to, you know, let's get to the, to, to the, to the source of the problem. Well, but I want to, I want to build on what uh, uh, Ronnie asked the question about uh, how do, you know, us stepping in to help a business come up to the standard, if you will. Uh, and I have no problem uh, with that. And I guess it, it's easy for me to say when I don't, when, when I don't have the money to do it right now, but, <laughs> but uh, the thing is, is that I think I wouldn't have a problem with it as long as I know that you're in the position or in the state that you're in, not because of laziness, or, uh, uh, but because you just don't know how or you don't have the resources to, to do, you know, to get your stuff up to par. But, but um, so I would first of all have to know that, you know, that you have a drive, you know, to, uh, to be a, a in business. Because some people, you know, they're just in business for the wrong reason. Uh, they have no reason, no need of, you know, no need of trying to be a businessman or woman because they're just not going to succeed. They don't know how to. Um, and, 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 and imagine somebody like Nick, you know, if he could find someone who has that drive, then he don't mind working with them. Even Greg, you know, uh, y'all who, you know, who own businesses or who have owned businesses, uh, you don't mind pointing to somebody that you uh, can sense that they got that drive and uh, you, you not feel like in that you're wasting your time or your resources in trying to help that individual. But you, you know something, I think, I think Nick, Nick, had, Nick had something to say right there, but some, some people have good ideas, but they don't know how to implement them. And, and the fact that, you know, you, you said it, Ward, if you see that the fact that it, it is uh, something good, something that could work and they just, heading down the wrong path. I think we, it's kind of what Ronnie said, when do we step in? When do we uh, approach this person and say, hey man, I, I, I see where you're going. This, this may be able to help you out. You know, whether, a lot of times it don't have to be a financial, it just could be advice. You follow what I'm saying? It could just be advice and say, hey man, if you, if you I think if you think about this, if you do this, this might work for you. This worked for me. Uh, 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 go 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 read this book on this that the other, uh, but I think a lot of time with us is that we we feel that we're spending our dollar, we 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 doing whatever whatever it is that we don't that we will not we don't have to, because you know I can go somewhere else I can do somewhere else why, why don't we take the responsibility and I think that's that's us with our whole community. And y'all hear me say it all the time. A lot of times we just think, you know, the white man's ice colder than, than the black man's ice. You know, <laughs> I, I say it all because we we, we, we we think that, 
you know, and, and we all know that water freezes at the same temperature. So uh, we, we just have to, we have to, uh, once again, change our mindset on why we operate and how we operate, if you know what I mean. You know, if, if it's gonna be collective, let's ensure that it is collective. Let's ensure that, that we are those who are misinformed, those who are miseducated, that, 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 that they know, that they have, you know, that we, that we, and if we have the education, then we have opportunity to educate them. Now, it's, it's, a, it's off you once you do it. They have the responsibility to take, pick it up where, where, where you left it. You know, they have the responsibility to, to say, okay, you know, I'm a fool if, I, if, if, if a man educates me on something and I still try to go my own way and my way is not working, then that's a fool. And if you're dealing with a fool, let a fool be foolish. You know, it's not going to work. But if there's someone who's trying, like you said, who, who got a good idea and, and, and they fail because they don't know how, not the fact that the idea is bad, is that they don't know how to implement it. And if we come, and if you come, and you know that you can help this person, if you help them, help them. Give them, give them the information on the help them. And like I said, it don't have to be a financial situation. Sometimes it's just information. Well, I, I think this, you know, this adds into the whole conversation we've been having. You know, as a, as a community, man, we, you know, not pulling on each other, not passing stuff on to each other. You know, everybody coming up with their own ideas. So even in, even in business, it's the same model. I'm gonna do this. I ain't gonna ask nobody, you know, I'm just gonna, cause I think I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm gonna lead cause I think I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna do this cause I think I know what I'm doing. And every time, at least 99% of the time, all of them fail. And in every category, whether it's leadership, business, you know, spiritual, you know, you see the 10,000 churches on each corner cause I've been called or I want to lead a church. I want to do, nope, you ain't been properly trained, but you out here with a storefront church. So in our community, everything we talk about always goes back, seem like we just, and maybe Ronnie planned it that way. It goes right back into that, that window of, you know, not being properly trained or properly prepared to do whatever someone is that person is trying to do that person or that group trying to do so you know the, the bottom line is we we got to start you know properly training each young and old one of the cliched sayings is it's easier to tear down than it is to build up when you hear that and you hear that and you understand that we're talking about community moral standards, what comes to your mind when you hear the words, it's easier to tear down than to build up? Mm. To me, it's like, it's like you, you, can, you can compare it to that other cliche. You know, I could cut you in one minute, but it's gonna take three weeks for you it don't take that long to open a womb up, but it takes forever for that womb to heal. So destruction, you know, it's easy. All I need is a wrecking ball to tear a building out. I could do it in one day, but it probably took me a year to build that building. 
Destruction is easy. Building is hard. Building takes time, attention, devotion. You know what I'm saying? You know, it takes, you know, it, it takes a group to build. One person can destroy anything. If you look at, but to build something, it, it always takes one person or one thing can't, one beaver can't build a dam. I'm just saying, man, it, it, that's the difference to me. When you say it's easier to destroy, tear it out and to build, that's how I look at it. Because building takes a collective. Destruction only takes one. When, when you ask that question, Ronnie, what, 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 one, one word, one thought came into mind is effort. And, and Nick, Nick said it, but it's, it's, it's the effort. Uh, it, it, for me to, to build, it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take, it's gonna take my time. It's gonna cost me something to help build. Uh, but it, it don't cost me nothing to destroy. It, it, you, feel, you follow what I'm saying? It, it, don't, it don't cost me a lot to destroy, but to, to build, it's gonna cost me something. I gotta have, whether it's, whether it's, whether it's labor, financial, whatever, it's gonna cost me. Time, it's gonna cost. So I think that's why, that's why we find it easier to destroy than to build. So uh, that, that's what came to mind was, was effort when, when, you, when, you, when you asked that question. Hey, so listen, can I, uh, can I ask you this, Jim? And, and this is sort of a, um, uh, a rhetorical uh, question here. Um, so you mean, you, so, so are we saying that because there's been a lot of destruction that has, that has carried on in the black community that we can't look for it to turn around overnight? Correct. When you, when you look at it, and I think Nick, you can speak to this because you've said it multiple times, your father was a brick mason. When, when, when you look at the, the process of actually building and you just talked about it, is one, one of the most unique things about building is the idea of what you're going to build. And then out of that idea becomes blueprints. And each person or each responsibility is then given their assignment to build a house. The electrician has their assignment. The plumber has their assignment. The people who lay the foundation have their assignments. And all of them collectively have come together. They have cooperated and collectively come together to build one particular structure but they have their own individual assignments and they're not bickering and fighting among themselves unless one is hindering their ability to do something. In other words, the electrician cannot lay the ground, lay the, lay the wiring if there's no frame work for them to lay the, uh, put, the frame, put the wiring through. The plumber can't, you know, they can't do their work if the foundation hasn't been done. And so we, and I'll say this, we went around the Robin Hood barn and the question I ask is how collectively do we come together in a cooperative manner is we have to lay, excuse me, we have to have one single idea of one specific project that we're going to do. 
and then lend out those assignments to those persons who are proficient. I think that's the thing that we keep wanting to make sure that are proficient in making those things happen. In other words, if, if I needed a house built back in the 70s, I knew not, I'm saying this is as a story. I knew I could call on Nick's dad because he knew how to lay bricks. He knew how to lay the foundation. There needs to be people who we who we allow them to do what they do specifically and collectively as a as a moral community. In other words, the moral standard of building is the end result. In other words, we're gonna work to because here's what happens. If I lay my foundation like I'm supposed to. If the plumber comes in and lays the pipe like they're supposed to, if the electrician does their work, if the roofers does their work, guess what? We're gonna get another job. We're all gonna get another opportunity to repeat that process. When do we get to the point that we have a single plan, but that single plan is to bring the, the, the African-American community to a place that when a homeowner moves into that home, that they're safe, they're secure, they have plumbing, they, they have all of the necessities that they have and need in that one spot. When do we get to that place? And I think that's gonna be the continuing conversation that we need to have as we move forward. Fellas, it has been an awesome conversation as always. Uh, I appreciate this opportunity to be with you and, 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 and just talk about the community moral standards. I hope that those of you who are listening uh, take a stronger look at your moral community standards and ask yourself, how can I insert and do my part? So ladies and gentlemen, we want to again thank Anchor for the opportunity to host our podcast as you may need to be um, uh, wanting to post your podcast, feel free to use Anchor. Anchor.com will be able to help you with that process. Fellas, as we always say, it's time to turn out the lights. So brother Nick, it's on you, brother. Peace. God bless. Y'all have a good one.